Is that one in the box? Hey, Mark Wahlberg, shut up. Mark Wahlberg? Mark Wahlberg's like 150 pounds. I look like Mark Wahlberg ate Mark Wahlberg. Welcome to Cheap Podcast, episode number forty-two. This is the unprofessional podcast about professional wrestling. Yeah. Uh, this, I'm your host, Dave Rival Rudden. Uh, who, who else is with me? David Flair, Antista, uh-huh. <laughs> Henry Zaniac Gilbert. Uh. <laughs> You're laughing. Un- unrelated it. laughter. Um, Wait, maybe can you tell the story on the mic? Uh, I don't think he can. Uh, why? We're, so uh, yeah. to, to put this in, to put this in a time stamp, uh, we're talking about the um, uh, C, not CTU uh, SVU. SVU SVU episode with Gamergate, and I was talking about how when I was at uh, E3 a couple years ago, Body Count performed at a party, and Ice T called Gears of War party. Gears of War party. Um, so everyone was playing Gears of War three on you know consoles, and Body Count was performing, and there were a couple of people at, at the stage, but not that many. And he called us all a bunch of f words. <laughs> the uh, other f word. Yeah, the other f word. The longer f word. He called uh, you for, for not for not being close to the stage because we weren't. Uh, we were we all set it off, Mike. We aren't big body count fans, but um, there was a big body count at NXT Takeover. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Master of the segue. Yes. Beautiful. The body count uh, sucks. Paul Blart over here with the segue. <laughs> <laughs> It's Which was a it was a it was a good show. I think mm-hmm. it, it it ramped up at where as mm-hmm. opposed to most NXT shows where it was like great <clears throat> matches all around. Mm-hmm. It started with good, and the last two matches were probably some of the best the I've seen in a while. Three, the yeah. last three were great. The first hour was fine. It started yeah. it started off with a good match, mm-hmm. had some okay matches, yeah. and then really took off. Let's go through the card. And the first match was Hideo Tommy against Tyler Breeze. Tyler Breeze had an awesome selfie stick that he debuted. Oh, mm-hmm. the best! I love I love Tyler Breeze. Prince Pretty needs to be higher up on the card. It's yeah. it's uh, I I've seen the um, Brandon Stroud at Up Rocks mm-hmm. talking about how it's kind of unfortunate for guys like Tyler Breeze who are coming up through the WWE system and are getting better to just get constantly like pushed down the card because they keep hiring all these big name indie dudes. I mean, I was disappointed they introduced this selfie stick at the beginning of the match. It's like Chekhov's gun. You you have the selfie stick in the first act. It's got to be fired in the second act. But he didn't use it as a weapon during the match. No, he didn't. It was very weapon-like. Yeah. But then, never mind. I have a selfie stick that was mostly the boa. Yeah. Did you attack any Japanese police with it? No. But I was told to stop using it in Disneyland because upskirts. Okay. Okay. Because of fear that you were going to take up skirts. I couldn't understand they were. Because you, you all called me jerks. He's like, the guy said, no, don't take any pictures. I'm like, you're allowed to take pictures in Disneyland. That's not what he said. <laughs> and it took a long time before I realized he meant selfie stick because yeah. it's a problem. Speaking of Japanese people, Hideo Hi. Hi, was, he's great. And he's, he's really, I think he was hurt by being kind of overshadowed by Finn Balor <laughs> about a blower. 
uh, when they tagged against the Ascension. Mm-hmm. But now Hideo's kind of on his own, and he's doing a really good job. Like, I I am getting GTS blue balls here because mm-hmm. he just he keeps teasing it like over and over, and the audience is like. Now uh, the people in the live crowd feel yeah. like me now. I'm just going like, we know you're not going to do it. Like, yeah. Like the first time you did it, everyone was a little bit un- uncomfortable. Well, no, they still they still went crazy for it. But it's, it was yeah. also I don't know what in you're a, in a, about. Uh, he like the GTS CM Punk's finisher. Oh, okay. Yes. That he that he took from uh, him when he was Kenta in Japan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But now there's not there there's there's no awkwardness to CM to Punk want... will never be back. Yeah. So it's not like he's well. You might do it to his UFC opponent. Yeah. Or in a tennis match. There's a weird situation where he can't, Hideo can't, uh, and before wouldn't have done it because of a CM Punk's move. Mm -hmm. But now I think WWE still might be afraid because, like, "Ah, what if people think he's CM Punk or where they're trying to reference CM Punk? Like, they're holding it back. I think, Brett, what you said, they'll do it at WrestleMania or something. I mean, if big match. If if not Mania, then I mean, some, they got to build it up. Yeah. Because Raw and, and the main roster. It's so little time to build things, mm-hmm. and it's nice since NXT doesn't have the magnifying glass on it like everything else that mm-hmm. they can tease that, so you can get worked up and want to talk about it. Like for three months straight, they've yeah, been teasing it. That's and... that's good. Yeah, because it'll really mean something, and they'll yeah. they'll save it for like a because this wasn't really a big storyline. Yeah, it was like, just an opening match for yeah, for the him, NXT. Him wasting like, the opening match would be good, but I title just, match would be good. His his uh, title kick, match, his running kick. Thing like yeah. eh, I'm just not into it. It doesn't. It's it also doesn't, like that's reminiscent of Daniel Bryan's finisher, but that's also that a big, was also a Kenta invention. Yeah, you know? so it's it, he's it's weird that he's hamstrung by dudes who took his stuff before he debuted in America. Mm-hmm. So I, now he's got to figure out new stuff. I guess. Yeah, I just think it sucks for Hideo that his his kicks he kicks all the time really hard. So when his finisher is also a kick, it doesn't look you know that yeah. much harder than the regular kicks he throws. Mm-hmm. But it was good, and I was glad to see him win. Yeah. Otherwise, he'd just be dead in the water if he lost to Tyler Breeze. Yeah. And, I mean, Tyler Breeze is a great wrestler, but I think we get, we got a lot of mileage out of comparing his hairstyle. I, I mean, I, I compared him to Prince Valiant from Spaceballs, but there was another <laughs> comparison that we ran into during that match. I could, I don't remember the guy's name, but it's the, the good-looking, Ken Masters-looking guy from Party Down. Yes, that's it. I can't remember his name, but Chris might know, but he's looking at his oh, phone. Sorry, what the, happened? The Chris Masters looking dude from from Party Down. The the blonde kid from Party Down. Oh, that's the one guy I don't know. Yeah, oh. he he hasn't done that much since Party no. Down. Yeah. He just yeah, reminds sorry, me I'm of Tyler. Blank he too. reminds me of Tyler Breeze a little mm-hmm. bit. Uh, so the next match on the card was Baron Corbin against Bull Dempsey. No disqualification mm. match. Yeah, I didn't even see this one. I either. think you didn't miss it. Their name should be switched around. So, well, Bull Dempsey is the guy who looks like Dr. Robotnik. It should be Bull Corbin and Baron Dempsey. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, and that bad. is my commentary. <laughs> um, this was the first of two matches tonight where it felt like, oh, this is why they added these guys. Like, yeah. These these are car- people not ready for live television. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they didn't really fuck up too badly, oh, but they did screw up too. Sorry. Well, the finish, like, Baron kind of fucked up the finish. Mm-hmm. Like... He couldn't hold Bull. And oh, yeah. He's got that weird, like, uh, DVT where he holds him in midair for yeah, a second. Yeah, the Fall of Man is a weird finish anyway. <laughs> but, like, Bull Dempsey is over 300 pounds. He's just a giant 
He's he's just this guy with a low center of gravity. It's hard yeah. to do that move, but when his it's body finished, is an egg, basically, <laughs> uh, a, an egg full of lead. I should be the egg princess. <laughs> but he, wait, one of them's name is Bull, and the other one is Bull Baron. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they're Punch Out characters. Yeah, Muldency. pretty much are. Yeah, Baron, Baron Corbin. <laughs> so this was the third time in a row Baron has beat him. So this has oh. to be the last time he faces Bull Dempsey. Yeah, and yeah, it was a no DQ match for. Pretty much no reason. Like somebody pulled out a chair and that was mm-hmm. it. Like no table, no nothing. And the audience gave him a couple of you fucked up chance because the other one was like they it was supposed to be an over the top rope like yeah. clothesline, like huh. a Mick Foley style one, but they both kind of just bounced back in. The guy <laughs> the, the the perpetrator missed missed entirely mm. and then it out, then out, 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 out of frame seemed to like, oh wait, I really gotta get out of this ring. Like, oh no way, the next and then he just comes barreling out of the ring with having contact with no one. Uh, he just falls out of the ring. That was really out. silly. That was when the audience really like NXT, the NXT audience is so nice, but when you screw up, like they weren't being nice. All like, he had to do was like slide out of the ring elegantly. He didn't yeah. have to fall for no reason. Well, that's a rookie mistake. <laughs> yes. Like I, I yeah. mean, you see that with like if we were in our first wrestling match. I'm sure we would think, oh, no, I was supposed to do this thing, not I, improvise I and yeah. do a different thing. Well, Baron Corbin is – he's an ex-football player. So, yeah. like, I mean, he's got a cra- he's got a cool look. He's yeah. basically Daryl from Walking Dead, the wrestler. Yeah. But he's dumb as a bag of dirt. Yeah. His football. But, I mean, I mean cool. Bull Dempsey's almost the opposite where he's, like, he's trained forever and he's pretty much, like, the second coming of Taz. <laughs> In a not good way. Yeah. I hope that's the last time those two face. Mm-hmm. So that's all I'm saying. Bull Dempsey's also like, if Kevin Owens wore regular wrestling garb, he might look kind of like Bull Dempsey. But mm-hmm. Bill Dempsey, Bull Dempsey hat, like he makes the case for like, yeah, if you, and there's some cases where you should wear a t-shirt and shorts. <laughs> it's also my least favorite Kevin Costner movie. <laughs> You're welcome. That's good. Thanks, Hank. Thanks. Validating the worst yeah. jokes. The Postman. I don't understand. There you go. That's My good. favorite part was when that wrestler slept with Susan Sarandon. Right? <laughs> yes. Is that the right? Movie? Yeah. He. Like slow wet kisses <laughs> last three days. <laughs> a couple uh, of Bull Durham fans out there really happy right now. Yeah. Uh, well, you want a slow bowl. wet wrestling match that last yeah. three days. <laughs> um, it's the NXT Tag Team Championship match between the Lucha Dragons and Buddy Murphy and Wesley Blake. That was odd. Yeah, it was a little yeah. bit, a little, blo- little botchy. Well, yeah. I can't believe they entered the ring with a trampoline. They've like Sin Cara's been doing that for years yeah, they, in both they, of his forms. Oh, he form. has. Yeah, like uh, that. When he first started, he was, there was a different dude, mm-hmm. and he, like his big thing was like, yeah, he's a big, jumpy, flippy uh, lucha guy, and uh, the, just, like how, that's how he gets in the ring. There's a trampoline. Like four iOS games. Yeah, jumpy, flippy, <laughs> jumpy, flippy lucha, and buy the URL. <laughs> both of those guys kind of had a few botches during the match. Kalisto uh, uh, had the worst one, I think, if he just bumped the guy who up. Runs Twisted Metal? <laughs> well, I wonder, is it the masks? Is it the masks that do, do it? I would have like, to imagine. Rey Mysterio never really botched that much. Yeah, but a lot of more of his face, you can like see the pupils of his eyes yeah. through his mask, and these guys, I don't know. That... Also, Rey Mysterio is like a one in a, a yeah. billion. Like mm. He is... He, he is the one of the most acrobatic performers of all time. Like yeah. he invented all these moves. Like they're all these guys are just trying to be Ray. Yeah, and I, I mean, like 
who is going to be the next Rey Mysterio? Like the next well, they guy, help Kalisto. Like, yeah. Why, why do we need one? Rey Mysterio is only like fifteen, right? He's no. well, he hasn't wrestled for WWE in, in months and months, and there's That's rumors true. he doesn't want to anymore. He yeah. wants to like finish his career wrestling in Mexico and like. But also, he can't he can't wrestle yeah. for more than a month without his knee exploding. Yeah, um, <laughs> I got, I've only seen a few matches, but it, it's been really good when I watched. It has like super great production values. The Alicia Lucha Underground, Underground yeah. on I think it's El Rey Network, mm-hmm. as in not here network. Yeah, but, uh... but they they they've like gotten so many big like big name Mexican wrestlers like mm-hmm. uh, Al, after Al Borto after Al Borto Al Borto, Al Borto. Al Borto. <laughs> I don't think so Al, Al Bacho. Uh, that I made the botch there. Um, Alberto Del Rio. Now when, Alberto Patron. Oh, is yeah. he, did he, he landed there? Yeah. Oh, cool. Um, and, uh, Chavo Guerrero and like a bunch of like Blech, Chavo, but also cheat to win. Yeah. But also Prince Puma is there. Mm. Prince Puma is AKA Ricochet. One of the best. Ah. He is the, the current best cruiserweight in the world right now. Yeah, but like WWE needs like a big draw in Mexico and all that. And even though Kalisto, mm. Kalisto I think was born in America, like he's he made his name in Mexico, so Well, he, so, the, I mean, Rey Mysterio is too, he's from San Diego. Like, he's yeah. not Mexican. Like, he's an American. But uh, that's true. I think, I also think um, Vince hates cruiserweights. Like, he's not yeah. into them. He thinks they're a joke. So, even if like that Kalisto went up, he'd just be like, oh, this guy's shorter than the average man. He yeah. is a loser. But their match was okay. I at least like. I don't like the Lucha Dragons as a tag team, and Sin Cara is just kind of like a goof. I'm not a big yeah. Sin Cara fan. Uh, Kalisto's fine. I am curious to see him as a gay hairdresser if they're really going to do that thing. But in that, yeah, that almost seems like. Character? Why would you do that to the like the one Mexican wrestler, like the one draw you could have in Mexico, general, like for yeah. real? Because. I don't know. I feel like most people like in Mexico are smart enough to know, like, oh, that Sin Cara is not the same Sin Cara that there was there before. Why should we yeah. care about this Sin Cara? Well, especially because Mystico is yeah. back in Mexico wrestling as himself again. Like, that was the name of Sin Cara. Yeah. Anyway, the match was all right. It had a couple of had a couple of cool high flying moves, like yeah. good yeah, dual moves, but it could not as a spot fest. It could not match the. Uh, the four way later on. Yeah. And I mean like the yeah, the, the the tag team champions who won the match as well, Buddy Murphy and Wesley Blake are they're just so like the I can't tell if they're good or evil. Like half the NXT roster is indie guys who have been called up and the audience immediately loves, or people who have gimmicks that have endeared themselves to the NXT audience. Like Tyler Breeze or like mm-hmm. the Vaude Villains. Like nah. What? The, like the Man, you know the, the two villains, the dude. two guys who like uh they are like nineteen twenties strongmen. I'm not sure teams. if I've seen them. They were on the last NXT pay per view. Oh, was I there? I think so. It was in your house. So. Huh. Interesting. Alcohol. <laughs> yeah. But like almost everyone has a hook. But these are just two guys yeah. who, who are they're cowboys. They have like, white pants. Yeah. I wonder if they're they going have dubstep to be, music for they, an intro. They need to become characters yeah. at some point. We'll see. We'll they, some reason they I see them and for some reason I. I I can't. I can't not think Hollywood blondes for some reason. They're just like yeah. two guys who were probably told, "Yeah, you're going to be in NXT," yeah. and then you're a tag team. Both of them are like, well, "I don't. I'm not a tag team guy. I'm a solo <laughs> guy." And they're like, "No, you're a tag team." <laughs> yeah. Some reason that's the vibe I get out of that. Wait, they're I not did? that attractive. That's the problem. <laughs> kind of both ugly. Yeah, they're all right. But... I did want to mention. I read. Um, I think I sent a picture of it to you two. Uh-huh. WWE, the Marvel comic issue 13, oh, yeah. Secret <laughs> Raw. Um, Alberto uh, Del Rio figures into that heavily, oh, wow. sadly. And um, 
it ends up with The Rock fighting off a bunch of Stone Cold and John Cena hybrids. <laughs> <laughs> it, is, awesome. it is. It is. John Austin or it, Stone Cena. Joan Cold. It's. It's. Stone they Cena. one. It has half a hat. Um, <laughs> it, and it's, you can't see what it's because universe are colliding. <laughs> universes are colliding by some uh, arcade quiz master. Hollywood Hulk Hogan has to team up with regular. Hulk Hogan. Oh my God! It I is the read silliest this. thing I've ever seen, and yes, you absolutely must see <laughs> the Secret Raw. Thank wow. you, Aimbot Master. And the cover is like the Secret Wars number yes. eight with the black costume Spider Man, but, but Hollywood it's, it's Hollywood Hogan <laughs> amidst the chaos. So smart. <laughs> All right, so uh, moving on from there was the number one contenders match: uh, Finn Balor versus Adrian Neville. Now we're into yeah. the now Good. it kicks in high gear with the three. Three incredible matches that all all rival anything that was on like the New Japan show or mm-hmm. the uh, World Heavyweight Triple Threat match at Ro- uh, Rumble for this year's best matches. So. Ah. I mean, yeah. personally, I thought that that the Rumble Triple Threat was that was yeah. pretty incredible. pretty great. The all three all three of these tonight were really good. Yeah. But. That is still my match of the year. That Triple Threat. I mean, but. like Finn Balor's match against Tommy. Like it aired one week ago. That was I think I think that was better than his match against Neville. Neville. Is, I mean, they're close, but... The false finishes in... Ne- All right, Neville I think, and Finn yeah. had so many great false finishes. Yeah, like. and I think when Finn Balor fought a Tommy, I didn't know who was going to win. Whereas mm. Finn Balor against this guy who was previously champion, probably not going to get another championship match again so quickly, but is probably just going to end up getting called up to WWE anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's one of those, like, I know how this is going to end, so yeah. that takes you know just a slight bit of the luster off that match. Yeah, that's true. But the but the match was great, and and Finn came out in his crazy outfit with yeah. his uh, Carnage Dreadlock uh, ensemble. <laughs> that's good stuff. And then it was slightly different. At first, I thought, uh, "Is this the same as he had last time?" Mm-hmm. Like, no, paint's a bit different, but it's not it's not different enough. Yeah. I I just I don't want the face paint to become pedestrian. I don't mm-hmm. want it to be the thing he does every takeover. You don't want to see fans wearing it to every event. I mean that you're gonna see too mm. elaborate for like almost anybody to recreate. Yeah, you, you just follow, draw teeth over your over your mouth. Following Finn on mm. Twitter is you will see him really retweet a lot of people are like, "If Finn had painted myself, oh. painted myself like this, <laughs> painted my like." So now I'm gonna go people. to the Jack in the Box. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's your problem with Jack in the Box? Uh, <laughs> That's his next face paint. <laughs> but it was. Did you hear they have butter on their hamburgers? <laughs> but it was such a fast-paced match with so many like great fake-outs of jumping outside. Mm-hmm. Like that was incredible. Like also the the running drop kick through the barricade. That yeah. was great. I love that move. And also like um, was I like spending all that time filing a complaint on YouTube? God damn it! <laughs> and. The um, red arrow into a uh, small package that yeah. then got reversed. Uh, it, there were so many great moments. Like, whoa, this isn't the end. That what? like the stomp onto the like yeah. somewhat standing up Neville mm-hmm. was pretty rad. Yeah, there was. Oh man, that especially Neville fell perfectly. Mm-hmm. That too. But yeah, Neville didn't need to win. This this elevates Finn some more, and also fast, tra- fast tracks him to the world title because really he doesn't need to stay in NXT very long. He out of everybody there, yeah. like the set when he won the match, it was standing on the turnbuckle, like posing for the crowd. I was like, "This guy's a star right now." His, like, his entrance is already he has more star amazing. power than anybody on Raw. Yeah, hmm. not anybody on Raw, but most people on Raw. Fandango, 
Yes. Fandango. I, I'm loving where Mizdow's going right now, though. Hey, by the way, listen to the kind of most recent Jericho podcast. He interviews Mizdow. It's really good. Moving on to what was my favorite match of the night, which is the Fatal 4-Way for the NXT Women's Championship. Charlotte versus uh, Sasha Banks and Bailey and Becky Lynch, which uh, almost every NXT event has had a great women's championship match, and I think I like this one the best. This was my favorite match tonight. Yeah, like yeah. like the the, the the final three matches were all great, but this one just as a complete antithesis to the divas mm-hmm. and Raw and WWE in general, as the way they treat their women wrestlers, it's like we gave them time. Yeah, we gave them motivation and they have characters and guess what they put on a great show yeah. and threw each other around and beat the shit out of each other and it was mm-hmm. a great match and all like it, whereas divas matches even when they try yeah. you're still thinking like there's going to be some ridiculous finish or mm-hmm. this isn't going to actually matter for a story like i don't I'll know i'll just be undermined the next time they do it yeah. mm-hmm. and also the characters like you have no you get very little investment in the characters because they're just cast as like this is the bitch. This is the liar. This is yeah. the tease. This is the idiot. Most of them don't get to do. Uh, they they have a very set move set, and they don't go outside of that. Yeah. Like yeah. they they don't take a lot of they don't take a lot of risks, and they definitely don't do crazy submission holds. That's for yeah. sure. Whereas yeah. this match, like yeah, it was there was high energy. Everyone cons- had like a crazy amazing spot. Yeah, in that it was match. great. Yeah. Even Becky Lynch, right? I I haven't really yeah. liked that much up to this point. But yeah, that Sasha. I I love Sasha Banks. I love her as the boss, and I also love Bailey. Like Bailey's great. Like she's. I've seen her compared in the Uproxx articles to Sting in a good way. Like classic Sting, not right, not yeah. pro Sting, but like nice mm-hmm. Sting. Yeah, the Sting who's too who's nice, like kind but of a stupid. goober. Yeah, hey, well, like <laughs> we'll get turned on before. Let, not turned turn on. on. Good, get someone will turn on that person. Yes. Wait, come on. Let me finish this sentence. She will be betrayed. Ah, Before she better. betrays somebody, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, but her belly to Bailey, yeah, off the top off rope. rope was amazing. Like and and like they, the one move they did that made me like go like holy shit was uh, it looked like Charlotte just going into a regular like kind of flapjack move, mm. and then it gets pushed into like a code breaker by Bailey. Yeah. It was crazy. no, that was good. Yeah, yeah. And they all like and and. The investment in character up to this point was why it paid off too. They were all very real characters who hadn't like turned on each other like five times, or the writers hadn't forgotten who was good and who was bad. Like poor Alicia Fox is she's turned evil and good like a dozen times with no yeah. real consistency to her character. Like there's so many little moments in that match where like oh, uh, Becky Lynch standing up to Sasha Banks, mm-hmm. um, Bailey like finally being mean enough to like pull off a like a brutal move. And then, like, and yeah, then the poor very... Charlotte is just getting overwhelmed because everybody's attacking her and just uh-huh. hitting her with everything. Which is like you would never see any of that in a divas match because mm-hmm. it's they have to like adhere to total divas or it would have been they over. Only, they only have three <laughs> minutes have to do three it. Minutes, yeah. and then it would end in a distraction roll up. That and yeah, <laughs> I love this. You make the fun of like fun divas thing. matches for ending on roll ups, but the fact that this ended up ended on a roll up sort of was amazing. Well, no, it was. It, it was it was more like a roll through, like a, you'd see in a classic like Kurt Angle, Chris yeah. Benoit match or something of just like moving from one, just a great transition. It wasn't a roll up; it was just Sasha going. Eh, she's not tapping out. Yeah, she may reach the ropes, and this is taking a long time. I'll surprise her and roll into a pin. Like that's being a submission specialist. Yeah, in a way that like people again. 
most wrestlers on Raw don't think yeah. that way in submission. I mean, first of all, the, the submission looked awesome. Like, well, yeah, the, the angle that she had her at, yeah, that, that looks like it It's hurts. a great, like, cross-face variant. Like, yeah. she, it's great. And that, that they also did need, Charlotte needed to be overwhelmed to be beaten because when you see just a one-on-one with her and any other woman on NXT, like, your brain, it doesn't work. Like, your brain's mm-hmm. like, well, they can't beat her. Like, Charlotte's a giant. <laughs> like, she's... She towers over all of them. I think I had to explain the same thing to you uh, when trying to describe your dream match of Daniel Bryan versus Brock Lesnar. Yeah, Nobody but Daniel Bryan is the ultimate believer and he can do anything. And he, and, uh. It would I look saw ridiculous. Some, uh, I was, maybe from the most recent Raw, but where someone was, some comment somewhere. When, because uh, I guess the most recent Raw, like Reigns came out and then and Brian came out, mm-hmm. and like it was actually seemed kind of split. Like Reigns wasn't getting like the the business. Yeah, he wasn't getting the Royal Rumble treatment. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it it was like he's actually starting to come into a character where like he's just getting able to grunt at mm-hmm. Brian and not have to like recite awful lines anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's Suffer like for the, the idea of like this this not stuck up but like sort of standoffish guy like I got my shot and I'm gonna take it and mm-hmm. I, you're not part of my struggle and whereas Daniel Bryan has this and the, the, it was just an interesting comment pointing out like it almost looks like Bryan is sort of not there but sort of in that same like vague heelish territory of mm. just like no uh like <laughs> I don't care if I was eliminated like it's like wait why do you have a title shot like I know you had to vacate it but I don't know. There, it was just an interesting, like, not this blind acceptance of put put Daniel Bryan in, everyone be quiet, and mm. also not this blind denial of Reigns, which is, so, I don't know. It, it makes Fastlane seem Step a little towards rationality. It mm. makes it makes Fastlane seem a little more interesting, and then ultimately the WrestleMania, which, except for being called Fastlane, mm. that's not good because how Skip that ties, this pay per view, how that <laughs> well, tie, how that ties into any theme to the show <laughs> is just like that reeks of a '90s thing. It makes like, me think of Paul Walker. I don't care for it. Well, it's just, it's just, it should just be called Killing Time. Mm-hmm. Like, the there has to be a pay-per-view between Royal Rumble and WrestleMania, and that's it. Like, so, but at least, like, it's not just, like, a tag match or yeah. something. Like, it's it's a match that matters. Yeah. Um, anyway. Anyway, yeah, the... What they're doing is the same date as the Oscars, goddammit. It, they're lucky the Oscars are so underwhelming this year. I... The in, the in the Triple H interview with Stone Cold, like, they brought up the women of NXT, and they really... They really are trying to do something different with them. Yeah. Like, you can tell maybe it's that they're not being overseen by somebody who disrespects women. I don't know. <laughs> maybe that's the difference and treats them what like... What are you talking about? <laughs> and treats them like humans who are performers instead of just... that. Man, I, I watched the... Let me get on a slight soapbox here. I watched... I, I watched I the... What's going up there, Hank? I wonder where <laughs> that came from. It's slightly elevated. I watched the Greatest Managers uh, special. Uh-huh. And... Uh, it's an old pre-PG special. They're mm-hmm. talking about how great lots of managers are. It's really good. But then when you get into the women one, when they start, they just have a section about women managers, and all they talk about is how sexy they are. Like yeah. nothing else. It's like, well, a woman manager also has a sex appeal and can distract you, give you something <laughs> to look at. I was like, what? Do you all have to say this? <laughs> like one of you can say this, maybe a couple, but whatever. The end of that match, the post win stuff was amazing and it was because you like got to know these characters sasha being genuinely moved that she won this title that means a lot because Mm. it's like they've had the best matches for this title Mm -hmm. yeah and then like the the yeah are they gonna hug or are they gonna shake their hands or and all that stuff she got hugged for just a second and then immediately reverted back was weird what was that 
Well, I think it was. I think it was the the performers coming through of just Charlotte saying yeah. like, "Hey, congrats! I'm really glad you won the you you deserve this." Yeah. <laughs> and Sasha going like, "No, I'm a character shove. Yeah. I'm super cool. Woo me!" Well, and as a consolation prize, uh, Bailey won the Ann Lewis Award for best butt. Yes, T- tied with Bo- you, uh, Baron Corbin. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So well, he won best male butt and Bull Corbin. Uh, Bull Corbin. Yeah, Bailey won best female butt. But uh, best female butt <laughs> makes you sound like a straight alien. <laughs> best female butt. Best uh, female. Best butt. human female butt. <laughs> I love this planet. <laughs> uh, the main event of the evening was Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens for the NXT Championship. It was compared slightly like like by the commentators to Brock Lesnar versus John Cena, but it, it wouldn't feel it, like it quite like that. There was it wasn't as consistent, but there was some brutality towards yeah. the end where the oh, same yeah, the very more of a fighting chance, yeah, a vicious move repeated over and over again. Yeah, Kevin Owens was being sneakier than mm-hmm. Brock. Brock won because he was dominating and could not be stopped. Yeah, it was just more powerful. While Owen like. Owens gets set up for the haluva kick, and then he just slides out of the ring. Mm-hmm. Like he has an extra second to breathe because uh, that was the big, like mm-hmm. that was great storytelling too. Like Sammy had it won, like he would have hit the kick, his finisher, and won it. But he was just slightly dazed, and he mm-hmm. lost a little step, and it looked like a botch, but it was on purpose. And that one second cost him the match because then Owens was able to get out of the ring and re- resume himself, and. It was sad to watch because I didn't want to see Sammy lose his title the first. You just unwrapped your shirt. <laughs> I am wearing my new Sammy Zayn shirt, mm-hmm. but yeah. I didn't want to. Yeah, can, you, can you return it? Or I didn't want to see him lose his first match, or his first real uh, uh, yeah. title defense. I mean, he had title defenses on. He had one NXT. title defense against Adrian Neville, which was successful, mm-hmm. and then for Owens to beat him. But Owens beat him in a way that was like. Sammy can come back and say, you never pinned me. Yeah. yeah. Like, and mm. there's, there's an instant rematch, and maybe Sammy can get a win back. And, and Owens is new, and he really needed to keep looking dominant. Like, even even if Zane got, like, a cheap win, it might have hurt Owens. But now Owens can stay strong. Yeah. Uh, and he looked super strong. Like, uh, just doing, tw- like, ten power bombs in a row is so mean. Yeah. And, he, and you he... saw the audience. Like, you... Ever since that Undertaker yeah. match, the camera is now just like, yeah. look for the saddest person. We got to yeah. find him. You, you're hunting the saddest person. Are you guys practicing your shocked faces for WrestleMania? We are going to be too no. far. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no. Where were the, the, the rows start to go upwards? So we're not in that, like, the, the I mean, they zoom seats. in on those people, too. Yeah. Like, we could if yeah. we keep the same face for minutes at a time. <laughs> what would make me sad? I guess if Daniel Bryan is in the world title picture and loses but we have to i guess we have to come to an agreement to really play it up though yeah like Like henry you need to act like you're fainting and then we've got to like try to catch you (laughs) and fan him and point big time like we need a doctor over here i will turn my program into confetti while mouthing (laughs) curse words I'm going to be crumpling up it, a paper that says no, racing form. It, yeah, it shouldn't be a WWE <laughs> publication because that will not be kosher for, for TV. Oh, I see what you're saying. You should, it should be like the San Jose Times. Okay. That up. Yes. Ah, so right after If NXT, it's a liberal rag, then it'll get you good with Vince McMahon. So right after NXT, I also saw the expl- an explanation that apparently Zayn is booked to uh, appear at matches in the uh, United Arab uh, Emirates. And uh-huh. so that means he'll be missing the next show tapings. And yeah. so they needed to write him out of the show. Also which... missing an audience, I would guess. 
What in the UAE? Oh yeah, all those, no. everything there is abandoned. They love no. They the like they're the wrestling fans. It's this is not specific to the Middle East, but when wrestling shows up like once every year or two to one specific area, mm-hmm. they get huge turnouts for people That's who are just possible. starving for like mm-hmm. they do like a European tour like twice a year and they get sellouts every yeah. place. Like they go to Australia, Japan, they get sellouts just because it's special. Like mm-hmm. they're not. I can't imagine seeing like. Uh, so I got the. Hey, by the way, guys, there's there's a free month of the New Japan World right now. You can get ah. there, there the New Japan streaming service, which is exactly like WWE's except with New Japan. But mm. uh, what's but, their Monday Night Wars program? <laughs> well, okay, they don't have documentaries, but you get all these matches. But anyway, Monday uh, Night Tyson. Do they have Legends House? <laughs> when. <laughs> Well, so they have all their live events. <laughs> all these big muscle men take off their shoes and cursing. <laughs> so they have all these live events. They don't do as much. You didn't bow low enough. Sorry. They sorry. don't do enough shows. They don't do as many shows as WWE, but they do a lot. There's so many fewer towns in Japan. Like if you lived in like Osaka yeah. or Tokyo, you'd see New Japan like every month. <laughs> you'd get tired of it. You, I, yeah. you just might. Yeah. And that's just them. Like on top of that, like there are like three other major wrestling organizations. That that just seems crazy to me. America seems like the perfect size, uh, not the perfect mm-hmm. size, but a better size for it because they can tour the like we'll get them once every six months or something. America is pretty perfect. Mm-hmm. That's what I've always been saying. Yeah. If we were so perfect, why didn't we have anyone in this title match? <laughs> yeah. Anyone in the yeah. whole show? Man. Well, and so another cool thing I read about, like Owens looked. Uh, dominating. Wait, is he new? But it's perfect for a rematch. Yeah, he he first had his first match at the last pay per view. Yeah. There were so many of his shirts in the crowd. Yeah, he is very popular. It's a very simple shirt, which is also good. Yeah, well, and been, the fact that he won by KO. He was big in was Ring of Honor, oh, right? Yeah. He was big in Ring of Honor okay. for a while, and then he got called into NXT, and then he debuted yeah. in December. If you don't know, I'm Chris, the ignorant person on this show. <laughs> new listeners, you're the audience surrogate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but he's been dominating like a ton, and now he gets to defend the title. I also like, it's been a while since NXT has had an actual bad guy as a champ, and how they have two bad guy champs in Sasha and him. And one other point I read on Twitter from uh, the great Larry Ato, mm-hmm. uh, uh on Twitter, he pointed out that Finn and Owens have never wrestled each other ever. Wow, that's pretty crazy. And so that is a really exciting... Like, one thing with Owens and, and Zayn is that while they never wrestled in NXT before, they had a million matches in the Indies. Mm-hmm. Same with Finn and Adrian Neville. But Finn and Owens have never faced each other. So you're getting world-class athletes who have yeah. never wrestled before. Like, that's amazing. Yeah. Do you think uh, yeah. they'll integrate any NXT match into WrestleMania? I, I almost don't want to see it because they're not going to get more than, like, five or six minutes. I don't think they'll be on WrestleMania, but I think they'll be around for yeah. access. They'll like, be they'll do access. They'll be in our neck of the woods. It'll be yeah. great to meet them. Like uh, I've been telling Dave, he needs to reach out yeah. to non W. Well, you can reach out to WWE and Stu, but you got to go through their PR. But mm-hmm. uh, we 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 got to get some wrestlers on this thing. Almost happened. They can scare us. Mm-hmm. Bailey's a local. We should try to. Yeah. Well, I mean, she lives in Florida, place, right? So. But I mean, you know, she'll be around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Though, Thanksgiving, Christmas. especially after what Anne said about her butt. I, mean, I know. Yeah. Get up in here. She'll be so excited about that. <laughs> <laughs> I hope Bailey. Now, now I'm hoping. Is, do you think this is the last of Neville, the last of Charlotte? Do you think they're going up now? Like, was this? Would they just have yeah. Neville around to put over Finn and then leave? Uh, it does seem like both of them have. Charlotte seems definitely more ready. 
I mean, Neville is he's a quick guy. He mm-hmm. has good top rope moves, but there are so many guys who have had that before who have just like kind of burned out or just well, not. Well, he'll, like, he'll, he'll never be taller. Yeah. Like, that's his thing. <laughs> like, he'll, he'll always be his stature. Yeah. Same can be said for any of us. I mean, just put him in the IC or yeah. US stuff. He is, he is slightly more charismatic than somebody like mm-hmm. uh, Justin Gabriel or like, uh, what's his name? Fuck. Um, well, now he's P.T. Uh, Bull Dempsey. Who's the, the guy who teamed with Kofi Kingston? I keep forgetting Xavier his name. Xavier Woods. No. The, like way Evan long Bourne. ago. Evan Bourne. Yeah. Man, that Evan, that Evan Bourne's greatest moment in wrestling is him taking an RKO. It's, it's too bad <laughs> for him. But I bet both will be – they've – they showed last year that mm-hmm. the day they reveal NXT people is the day after WrestleMania. Yeah. So we'll probably see them at the Raw and WrestleMania. I, I, I bet Charlotte and Neville both coming up. Oh, because yeah. Paige came out last year. Right? And yeah. Rusev. Both of oh, them. Wow. Same show. Because Rusev was in the Rumble, though, I thought. He was, but then he... That was he, kind of like a soft launch. Just disappeared. Yeah. And he was officially <laughs> in the Rumble as the NXT guy. And yeah. then they never spoke of him again. Oh, uh, okay. And then pretended he was all new. And when, we're going to see him lose to John Cena at WrestleMania. Oh, boy. Can't wait. He Man, I want him to... <laughs> so, I don't know. I, I definitely feel split on that. Because on one hand, it's like, if he... If he loses, then Cena gets that U.S. belt, which he's actually, not going to do. Like he, he wouldn't do that, and he he'll lose at the Cena will lose at the kind of meaningless pay per view, so he can win at WrestleMania. It, it, that's it's the inverse of what happened with Bray Wyatt last year. Well, that's what I mean. Like that would be good for the belt mm-hmm. to have Cena hold it, right? Like that's that's, just, that's not, ex- that is beneath John mm-hmm. Cena. He wouldn't do it. I. Right. Know, well, they, regardless of what you think he would or wouldn't do, yeah. would it not be good for that belt? That has it would be great for it. But at the same time, the U.S. belt has, I feel like, had a great yeah. run with Rusev. Mm-hmm. He has been undefeated, and there's a story there, and it'd be in, more interesting if, for the long term mm-hmm. of the company, to let Rusev actually win because mm-hmm. it's not the world title where the heel's going to win at WrestleMania. You can mm-hmm. let Rusev still win at I'd, WrestleMania. I'd like if if. WWE finally actually started treating it like how New Japan treats their Intercontinental title. They yeah. gave it to a world champion level dude, thus elevating the belt. Like that'd be cool if they did that with the U.S. title. Like I a, just don't imagine that. Happening. Like uh, Amy Schumer, the U.S. belt is underneath John Cena. Yeah. Hey, that's a but call forward. That's a call forward. <laughs> uh, but I, I, it's, it just seems like no matter what happens, that belt is elevated right as of right now. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. oh, there, yeah. there's no more like I wonder if because if he wins, that streak is defended, mm-hmm. and if he loses, then John Cena has the belt. Mm-hmm. It's I don't know. It's just a nice place for that for the belt to be. Uh, well, you'll find out about that next month. But in the next segment, we'll talk more about NXT's uh, strange beginnings. Uh, so we'll be right back. Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling will return after these messages. Hello there, welcome to the Break for Cheap podcast. I am again recording it on my crap-ass iPhone 4S. We'll keep this one quick. You know how to support this show. It's so simple. Um, You can donate. There's a link on the left-hand side. You can use our T-shirt store. That link is also on the left-hand side. Uh, Amazon links all throughout the site underneath this article on the right side of the website. Click on any of those. Buy anything during that visit. doesn't have to be what you clicked on, and uh, we'll get a little bit of money back, and it always helps us out. 
immensely. And uh, you know how to support us. There's so many different podcasts uh, to subscribe to, give five stars to on iTunes, leave good reviews for on iTunes. There's Laser Time. There's been a g- bunch of great comedians on the show lately. Uh, VG Empire, some, uh, some neat topics like car combat. Cape Crisis, I was on the most recent episode talking about uh, Spider-Man finally returning to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And VG Apocalypse, which is approaching episode 100. I was on number 99, talking about Indiana Jones clones. Yeah, please support our videos. We stream every week from twitch.tv slash laser time every Tuesday at 3.30 p.m. Pacific time. I don't know what that is, Eastern. You're going to have to figure that out yourself. But if you happen to miss the Twitch streams or want to watch them again, uh, we have a YouTube. It's Laser Time Network on YouTube. And, uh, yes, uh, follow us on Twitter and Facebook. That'll do it for the break. We'll let you get back to the show. And now back to Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling. Welcome back to Cheap Popcast, episode number 42. Yes. I have one thing that I've been dying to bring up to you guys. Yeah. The only reason I know about it is because you silly wrestling fans told me that. Uh, there is a new Amy Sh- Schumer trailer for her Judd Apatow movie. Oh, I haven't watched it. And um, Henry, you have told me before that she had dated Dolph Ziggler and decided to stop doing that because he tossed her around too much. You've mentioned it many mm. times probably on this very show. <laughs> yeah. So the movie trailer is clearly semi-autobiographical. Mm-hmm. And that in the trailer, you can see a scene based off of that relationship, and you'll never guess who plays Dolph Ziggler's part. Why well, no? Jesus, dude. Oh. I'm just a modern chick who does what she wants. Last what? week, it was this guy. Talk dirty to me. What's going on at the gym? Yeah. I'm just on a huge squat workout. Okay. I have the short shorts on. Mm-hmm. My legs are throbbing. All right, you're just describing yourself. Oh! 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 oh. Do they have his other? Uh, that would be no. That would be John Cena ejaculating into a moderately attractive comedian. <laughs> All right, let's <laughs> let's not judge. Let's not judge her on her looks. There's so. another Too great. Uh, yeah, there's another great line he has in the trailer. Uh, it's I feel bad for Dolph Ziggler that yeah. that could have just been Dolph in the role, but she trades up to John she Cena. Up. Yeah, and that he's like doing very un PG things in that film. Like mm-hmm. I I also hear he does like shows everything but his penis in it. Like his taint? Speaking of that. Hope so. Uh, nah, well, let's move on from that. Um, <laughs> yeah, before uh, NXT was putting on these great pay-per-views and like generally being the best wrestling show uh, around, it was a kind of terrible faux reality show where, uh, unlike what we just saw... Like just a name? It, was, it, it took place like it was taped before Raw and SmackDown, mm-hmm. but it was rookies coming out and doing basically reality show-style mm. stunts like... 
who can uh, win it's a race. ridiculous. Yeah, who can win a race around the ring? Who Wait, can? Does it, does it stand for anything now? It never stood for anything. Okay. Just been next. Yeah, it, it replaced ECW. So there was the ECW show, mm-hmm. which was trash. WWE's ECW is garbage, and they needed to fill the time slot. So they're like, let's have the next generation of wrestlers, but through a reality show. Uh-huh. Um, and. Uh, yeah, part of that show was like it was almost like an on-screen hazing for these mm. rookies. Oh yeah, they were making these do these stupid things. Uh, there would they would have these uh, mentors who were rat, like you know more established wrestlers who would make fun of them. Uh, the announcers would make fun of them, and they would put them on the spot and make them do stupid things. And mm. one of the worst things they did was make them ex- extemporaneously speak about things that had nothing to do with wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, and these uh, challenges called the Talk the Talk Challenge. Those were so weird because they made, like, they, they're they always working off scripts on Raw, but here yeah. they're like, just talk off the top of your head. Like, they're not good at that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I thought I would subject you guys to that. Oh, these are awful. Yay! And uh, I'll give you a few topics, and we'll see if you can t- cover them better or worse than the NXT wrestlers of yesteryear. Okay. Um, so we'll start with an easy one. Passion. Yeah, passion? G- g- give me like a 10 to 15 second promo on passion. Uh, I am passionate, more passionate than anyone. And my passion is to be the world heavyweight champion of the WWE Universe. And I will show my passion through my great wrestling skill. Chris? You know, if you want to do anything in life, you need to be passionate. So I wanted to be a great wrestler. So I decided to throw myself into it 110%. That's that. You you sound (laughs) shockingly like the person uh, who had this. Uh, I'll play him right now. You might recognize him. Passion. Hmm. Let's see. Well, let's talk about the Daniel Bryan manliness meter, okay? Check this out. It's based on a scale of 1 to 10. Daniel, you got 18 seconds. Passion. Talk about passion. 15, go. He interrupted my time. 8, 7. So passion on the Daniel Bryan manliness meter is an 8. I love England! Whoa! They, they were yeah, they were coming. Ooh. They were based out of England that week. Oh, oh, Daniel, just going for the cheap pop. Ooh, boy! But you could even hear in that clip like how they basically just haze him. Like, well, he was going for something. He really was in the middle of his inter- like trying to get to his point about passion. Hey, can you talk about passion? Like Brian, we're trying to talk about passion. I'm talk- like, I'm sorry. Like Matt Stryker. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, now let's move on to Flower. Okay. From Bambi? All right. Flower. F stands for fighting. L stands for loser. That's you. O stands for own in the ring. W stands for win. That's all I do. E is for experience. I got that in spades. And R is for arrival because I'm here, baby. Uh, You didn't really follow Flower. You just took the letters and made something out of it. So, uh, Chris... Um, uh, my opponent <laughs> talked candidly about the spelling of flower, but I would like to talk more about its meaning. Uh, it starts out as a rock-hard bud and grow- blossoms <laughs> into a fluorescence and lavish display, which I'd like to think that I have done here in the ring. Uh, all right. Am I doing those, this right? What is it? Those were both better. I mean, yeah, these are wrestlers are basically just told that, can you speak for 30 like a wrestling seconds? debate class? Kind of. <laughs> Except... They were giving these terrible. Uh, John Cena, you're pro abortion. Go. <laughs> All right. Ow. So let's hear what. Justin, 
You have 30 seconds to talk about flowers. <laughs> okay, um, well, if you don't know me by now, my name is Justin Gabriel, and I'm from Cape Town, South Africa. And, uh, hey, what's wrong with that? A lot of flowers grow in South Africa. I'm not really a big fan of flowers, but uh, I kind of like the rose, which is an English uh, flower, right? Um, <laughs> Fair enough. I still think he was better than Daniel Bryan. All right, yeah, that's that's true. All right, so let's move on to Chris. I, I, I'm going to let you start out with this one because I think you might be an expert on it. What cereal? Um. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I think I can do that. Um. I'm Sarah Caning. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Cereal. Uh, Anand Seed was convicted. Uh, by every letter of the law, uh, there's no evidence that places him anywhere else. The only evidence that seems to implicate his innocence is the idea that um, he doesn't believe he's guilty. Uh, every, th- every other piece of evidence uh, is corroborated by the witness and the testimony, and that is why I, Sarah Koenig, am the best wrestler. <laughs> every morning I chew up cereal. I love Frosted Flakes and Cinnamon Toast Crunch, but my favorite cereal is the Tears of My Enemy, eaten after I defeat them with my Boston Crab. I was going to say that. That's a good rookie finisher, too. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll give you that. Um, and, you know, it had, uh, had this not Harder taken place in 2010. Uh-huh. I'm sure that, that cereal uh, <laughs> podcast Hey, he was still in jail. Um, <laughs> he was on the cusp. Yeah. Well, speaking of jail, here's the person who was uh, chosen to speak about cereal. Heath, your topic, cereal. <laughs> Ready? Go! Cereal. I mean, there's so many kinds. You got Captain Crunch, Fruity Pebbles, Cocoa Pebbles. Oh. I mean... Cocoa Pebbles, y'all. <laughs> I'll <laughs> get to the good cereal. Because this body won't take it. One thing. But what I'm trying to say is cereal, you can use skim milk, whole milk. It doesn't matter really. Coconut what shrimp. What kind of topic is cereal? Oh. I, mean, what, Dude, he's just... I don't know if the honey monster would have liked that, but okay. David A. List Tonga. Ah. David. Sorry about that. Uh, he sounds like a Hanna-Barbera hillbilly. Yeah. Well, it's jokes, y'all. He worked on his voice and accent a bit since then. I have to... I'll mm. give, I'll I give don't me. know spit about wrestling. He kind of sounded like Bubba, like, uh, Bubba Gump. In, uh, <laughs> Did kind of, yeah. Like, let me just list off things <laughs> related to my topic. Uh, he was so close. I felt like he was on the verge of something there, though, when he was saying, I can't eat those cereals because my body's too beautiful for it, or whatever. Like, it's at least... People were booing him. I think he at least got good heat by listing cereal. <laughs> People hated that. Though he wasn't listening to the good cereals because they were booing him. I feel like, mm-hmm. And he said he was going to get to the good ones. And King he Vitamin. <laughs> and... Um, all right. So, Chris, while you answer the door, the next topic is deodorant. Okay. Henry Go, deodorant. Oh, man. you! This, I was back in the locker room, and this has to be the smelliest locker room that I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. If these people had the right deodorant like I wear because I am too sweet. <laughs> I did the too sweet 
finger yeah. gesture too and, when and I said that. That would get a hometown pop, so good, mm-hmm. good, good on that. Um, you know what? Chris kind of smelled, and yeah. uh, while we're doing this, hey. Chris, all right, Chris, do you have it? Do you have a promo For about what? deodorant? Deodorant. Yeah. Uh, I don't, deodorant is for the weak and the pheromone-minded, and the, the, I shave my pits and my sweat rolls right off my body so it can't coagulate, creating the scent that would necessitate, necessitate the use of deodorant. Uh, I am I, I'm the best wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> good, good call. Uh, that, I tried. All right, here's what they said in NXT. Are you ready? 30 seconds begins right now. Go. All right, the basic functions of deodorant is easy, right? Keep you from smelling and sweating, all right? That's easy enough. But anyone who's got some bad odor and they stink, they need deodorant. But in turn, stay with me here, in turn, a deodorant has no function without that smelly individual. Stay with me now, stay with me. I'm like that deodorant, and the WWE is like that smelly guy. You see, I need the WWE, and the WWE needs me. And all I want to know is, I'm getting lucky. Who's getting lucky with me? Yeah, that was uh, a rookie called Lucky Cannon who subsequently fell off the face of the earth. And we have another uh, person joining uh, the second half of Cheap Podcast. Oh, uh, God. And I'm We're judging talking whether... Brett, by the way. Yeah. Hi, Brett. Sorry, Brett. Brett, Damn, Brett no, is... I was going to... Michael uh, Grimm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good impression. Michael Grimm wouldn't say his own Michael name. Grimm. Yeah. Uh, um, that's what the impression is. Him saying Field doesn't name. burn seal beams. <laughs> Benghazi. <laughs> um, Benghazi's too old. So this is the the coup de gras, the probably the most obscure topic and the worst resulting interview. Ooh. You guys each, uh, you'll each have ten to fifteen seconds to talk about. Starting with you, Chris. Yes. Mustache. Mustache. Uh, well, my mustache is the biggest, and uh, wrestlers can see me coming from a mile away, and my silhouette conjures fear in the hearts of uh, smaller men. Uh, mm. and that's partially due to my mustache. Thank you. I'm the best wrestler. Right. Well, I know my opponent's got the best mustache in the business, but I want to know, a man with a mustache got something to hide. Me, I ain't got nothing to hide. I'm out here calling you out every week. You don't show up, you hide behind your big old mustache. Tonight we're going to settle it for real. (laughs) Henry? Uh, you know, some faces, they don't look complete until they have a mustache on them. And I feel the same way about me and the World Heavyweight Championship. <laughs> I need to be wearing that on my face's stomach. <laughs> wow. I'd like to thank all of you for not playing up the gay thing. Mm-hmm. And I'd also oh. uh, like to... Sli- this was such a perfect episode to be sponsored by Harry Shave Club. Why? Right. why? <laughs> well, Promo code laser time, harrys.com. All right. One word. All right. you gotta, you gotta yeah, I'm glad you got that out before this guy talked about it because he's going to ruin my stash. Oh, no. Eli, Ooh. your topic is mustache. Ready, go. What is a mustache? <laughs> There's a little bit of hair growing over the, the glass. lip. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have one. Nobody else here has one. But you know what? A mustache is for a real man. See, of all these people here, I have the best mustache of them all. I thought give me a couple more days, I'll have a nice, thick mustache. But none of these boys right here. Jesus. <laughs> Starting uh, to find this royal way. rumble of words. Yeah. This, I, it, uh, <laughs> it, it's a thing. It's so weird, because, I, mean I mean, that's a skill you got to develop, I guess. But, like, it, it reminds me, I was watching uh, the 
Monday Night Wars, and there was a uh, Bischoff's interview reel where he has told to interview a broom. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit, yeah. And he bombs it so hard, and yeah. I'm like, dude, I immediately, like, mm-hmm. this isn't even, I'm not trying to be a wrestler. He starts doing, like, a this weird, like, well, this is the best broom, I think, you could buy, and if you're in the, and it's like, no, 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 you are not interviewing the broom. <laughs> like, you need to channel Mean Gene and be like, like, it, immediately I pause it and start yelling at the TV by myself and go through this whole, like, Mean Gene impersonation. Well, I'm a little unconventional here, but I'm joined now by a living broom. I, I hear you're going to sweep through the WWF. Is that true? And then just, I don't know. Yeah, anyway, anyway. Sweep through the human like, garbage? It seemed like Bischoff felt insulted by it. That's what it looked yeah, like. That they yeah. threw him for a loop and mm-hmm. that they set him up to fail. Well, Vince think- is, is a big bully. Like, yeah, but oh, then you like, can hear him laughing in the background. But it's like if you can't like <laughs> the whole thing is silly. Like you need yeah. to be able to do silly things, yeah. and like at some point, even if you're at the height of your career, it is acting. You're going to be tasked with doing something silly anyway. Well, speaking of something silly, this is not actually from that challenge, but this is an NXT thing, and it's uh, it might even be more infamous than the mustache interview. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is an equally terrible uh, interview, uh, so I'll play it for you, starring a guy who's still active in WWE. Starting this moment. From now, from this moment on, this will be the moment. Thanks, United Twain. Starting now, <laughs> the genesis of McGillicuddy. Can, can we hear from the winner now, please? Hit the- that was uh, that was Curtis Axel. He used to be known as uh, Mike McGillicuddy, I think. Yeah, I so. Again, were they hating him? <clears throat> no, this was his like you you're done, like you've been eliminated. What are your final words for the WC or WWE audience? And his mm. was he was trying to make this like ominous. I'm gonna come back. Wait, this was recently. This was like 2011. Oh, because I thought this was tied into his current, like, I was no. eliminated, give me another chance. Mm-mm. I do love that Axelmania thing. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Him just standing up and pointing at, mm-hmm. the, uh, the, at the sign. <laughs> pretty good. But to that, to that extent, I thought I would throw something easy at you since he mentioned the genesis of McGillicuddy. Mm-hmm. Your next topic is Genesis. Okay. Uh, you know, the God started the heavens and the earth in the Genesis books. And this is just the beginning for me, too, in the WWE. Except I'll be dominating even faster than seven days here in the WWE. (laughs) When you think about the heyday of anything, you think about the 90s. You think about the best video games, that's Sega Genesis. The best wrestling, that's the Attitude Era. And I'm going to bring the Attitude back to whatever organization it is I perform for. By selling my moves. Getting better lighting for Ring of Honor. (laughs) (laughs) And other jokes. Oh, it's my turn. When I think of Genesis, I think of Peter Frampton. Peter Frampton is Hulk Hogan leaving at the t- when the group was at the top of its game. I am here to say that I am Phil Collins. I, w- I was with Genesis the whole time, and I will take it to an all-new level. Genesis. Invisible touch. That's good, right. though. Not to be a stickler, but you said Peter Frampton is Peter Gabriel. I is Peter Gabriel. He did the soundtrack for The Last Temptation of at Christ. At the Silver Dome. It's, it's you'd, excellent. You'd be drowned out by Peter Gabriel chance at this point. Yeah. But I also can't know. dance <laughs> because of the Illuminati. All right. All right so I've, I've tabulated the scores, and the winner Horse. of this challenge is Heath Slater for his, uh, his, his chat about cereal. Oh, okay. If there's any consolation... Uh, to wrap up this episode of Cheap Podcast, why don't you all uh, deliver some plugs? 
I'd like to plug Laser Time. This week, the episode is all about the worst cartoons uh, of all time that made uh, for TV TV shows turned into animated films. I did not create the order of the list. That would be the Arbiters at Rotten Tomatoes. So don't go blaming me. I have nothing against the Transformers movie else, and I'll thank you not to bring it up again in public. Oh, oh boy, you're opening a whole can of water. Oh, yes, I am. Um, <laughs> I can't get into it in the plugs, man. <laughs> uh, uh, there's also Cape Crisis, the comic book podcast I do every week with all these jokers here. Uh, hey, and by the way, on Laser Time, listen to the previous episode. We had uh, we had DC Pearson and Dominic Dierkus of uh, of uh, uh, comedy fame, the Captain America and Workaholics fame. So, yeah, yeah, one of our coolest it's shows ever team. with an incredibly special guest that you all like the least. Assholes. Give it another shot. Assholes. That's how it goes, man. The beat goes on. VGEmpire.com, <laughs> a video game music podcast. And once again, if you watch Botchmania and like all the music and go, hey, I know that song. <laughs> Lots of people do, and we talk about them on VG Empire. It's on iTunes. It's on Twitter. Uh, give it a listen. The most recent episode was, what did we do? Oh, Dragons. two games you'll never think of. Dragon Slayer <laughs> and Riot Zone, two Turbo Duo games. But before that was all cars that shoot each other. So we did <laughs> Twisted Metal. We did Extreme G. Uh, other games like that. That's where my Axle Mania started. <laughs> Twisted oh, Metal 2. This is good. Did, All did, right. Did you see the most recent Botchamania with the uh, that Wade Barrett clip? It's Oh, yeah, yeah. Where it's, he it, didn't hear. It's, <laughs> it, I'm not going to tell the story, right. guys. Look up the uh, 266. It has a great uh, NXT-related Wade Barrett clip with Chris Jericho. So good. So, yeah, that'll do it for this episode of Cheap Popcast. We'll be back again for Fastlane. Sitting high on my